Adjacent to the Dolphin and Swan will be the other two Epcot Center resorts, Disney's Yacht Club and Beach Club Resorts. Disney's Yacht Club Resort is modeled on New England's summer homes of the late 19th century, while the Beach Club is reminiscent of a turn-of-the-century seaside hotel. Both will open in the fall. With extravagant, whimsical designs, the Yacht Club and Beach Club Premium Resort Hotels join together in a magnificent New England nautical setting with a swimming pool that is an attraction in its own right. This year we're staying at the Yacht Club and we like that. The kids like Stormalong Bay and we like the convenience of walking to Epcot. Disney's Yacht and Beach Club Resort Hotels blend like a grand watercolor painting into a nautical setting more magnificent than any. The beaches and connecting waterways here are almost a Disney attraction in their own right. Hello and welcome to That Park Life Podcast, the podcast for people who are willing to wake up very early to get a Disney dining reservation. Uh, I'm Greg. That is true. And I'm Beth. I'm hanging out here. I uh, love that elevator music they had in the backdrop there. Oh, welcome yeah, for the, our little... Welcome to the 90s in there in that intro. <laughs> so good. Um, that was actually three different commercials, so to speak, like yeah. advertisements for those two resorts. And as you can tell, one was a little older than the other two. You can mm -hmm. tell by the voice and the music and stuff. But you also can tell that they kind of like rehashed the script a little bit. The yeah. the insert item here is a star mm -hmm. in its own right, is <laughs> a destination star into in its itself. Right. Yeah. Also, for a second, I thought that was Nicole talking legitimately, and then I was like, "That's oh, really? definitely a part of the promo." Yeah, <laughs> when when her accent comes out, it's like mm, that could be her because that there lady, it is. she had a little bit of an accent in there. A little uh, bit, but yeah. So obviously, our topic today we're talking about yacht club and beach club, and we got some sound bites and all the fun things. And you were on a trip, and then you got a reservation for Ohana, and I now I really hate you because <laughs> I'm not your third wheel on that time. I was like, who are you going to take with you, hoping you were going to be like, you, and you were like, oh, my yes. mom, and I'm like, fine. <laughs> it's so, so funny. not cool. So, I'm just kidding. So um, as you may have heard, the reservations for certain restaurants, uh, you may have heard it because we talked about it last week, were opening mm -hmm. up. Ohana was among them. Sebastian's Bistro was another that opened up this past Thursday. And I found out through asking someone who works at the Disney Reservation Center, as well as confirming mm -hmm. it via some Google searches, that if you're looking to book a dining reservation, the app and the website open at 6 a.m. for new reservations starting that day. Like In other right. words, the day starts at that time. Mm -hmm. and the phone lines open up at 7. Yeah. And we were doing some traveling. We didn't get in until late, so I didn't get to bed till like 1.30. Mm. So I knew that my alarm was going to go off in less than five hours from when I was going to bed. I was like, you know what? Nicole and I had to cancel our Ohana reservation in March of 2020, which was our, our anniversary dinner. And since we've moved yeah. here, that's been our thing. We've tried to go there. And even before we moved here, we would fly down in March at some point. Not always our exact anniversary date, but we would try to get there in the month of March, and we would go to Ohana for our anniversary dinner. So as you know, then this March went by, no anniversary dinner. So like, you know what? I am freaking getting We're doing it. this Ohana yeah. reservation. Noodles or no noodles, by the way, more on that in a minute. Yes. I'm getting this, I'm getting this reservation. So I woke up six times at least during the middle of the night thinking I my alarm didn't go off and I'm missing right. this reservation. Oh, yeah. I'd and then the I was dreaming way. about it. Guys, oh this gosh. is the level of obsession it was that I've reached. You. It was haunting you. It was. And then in my dream, I'm watching like 
a, a ticker tape like they have for the stock market go by and it's flashing by Ohana reservations and I'm missing it because in my dream, uh, my wife Nicole is waffling on whether she wants to actually go because oh my only s- certain time was available. She's like, I don't really want to. I was like, no, even if it's nine o'clock at night, we're freaking going. You're in going. The dream. Yeah. Yes. And I woke up and it was 5.33 and I was like, you know what? I look over and Nicole is wide awake too. And I don't know why she just maybe wasn't <laughs> She's sleeping. staring at you. She's like, so I was like, are we going to get a reservation? Like, Did we get it? He was like, you know what? Let me just check. It's 27 minutes earlier than they say it's supposed to open and the second i checked for july 9th there is one for i think it was 6 30 or whatever there was a spot open for dinner and i was like boom got it bam three so people it was open early they opened it up early and i don't i don't know if it's something they always do or because yeah. ohana is a pretty popular restaurant and it wasn't the only one where this was the first day you could book dining for it yeah and uh disney dining is a pretty popular thing mm-hmm. and you can only book 60 days out now so i feel like it's a little, it's a little more concentrated yeah and um, when you're able to book. So we, we got it and I posted it to my story and people were noticing that it said three guests and they probably assume, since I talk about how Nicole and I have been wanting to go, that they were like, who's the third person? So yeah. you asked me, yeah. friends were texting me like, hey, this, that spot who's was for me, right? You? Like, who's your right. third? I'm like, it's my, it's potentially my mom who um, <gasps> loves Ohana yeah. and she's not going to be here though. She's supposed to leave two days before yeah, that. Yeah, I was so like, working but you trying... said potentially, so. Yes. She she's at the point. Her level of dedication is she's supposed to leave on the seventh, but she's working on extending her trip to be able to come yeah. to Ohana with us. She can do it. I have faith in her. Day. She's gonna figure it out. It's gonna work out. Um, it's gonna work out. Should we talk about the noodles? The noodle yes. gate. I, I bet gate? you I have a wildly unpopular opinion about this entire <gasps> scenario, but I'm curious you to like hear them? your thoughts. I'm okay. curious to hear your thoughts on this. I. I was shocked that people were so upset about it because they okay. were going to do rice, right? Then they traded out for rice. I, it, I think honestly, they, orig- they could have traded it out for bars of gold, and I think I people would have lost their I mind. I think originally it was supposed to be rice, and Doug was like, "Well, mm-hmm. that makes sense because it's like rice; it's easier to make, it's cheaper, whatever." Um, so I thought it was interesting that like that was the thing that people were like, "What no noodles?" Because I'm like, "Oh, I didn't realize people. I like the noodles. I just didn't realize yeah. other people were that obsessed with them." <laughs> But I'm glad they went back because it's like, you know, we've been through a lot, okay? And your resort's under construction and everybody loves you and you're not open yet. And then you're going to open up and now you're going to tell me that I can't have all the things that I want. And so <laughs> I get it. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm just glad that they fixed it because it's like, seriously, yes. come on. Like, it's noodles versus rice. Everyone loves the noodles. It's part of the whole thing. Yeah. Like, you can get rice anytime, any day, anywhere. You can't get Ohana noodles every anytime, anywhere. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. So I, and I, and I loved how they're like, how they've laid out the skillets. Like, I'm glad they did like a little preview thing. I saw that Anna posted on her Instagram. Um, I guess like the Disney, it wasn't Disney food blog. It was the Disney parks blog, right? Wasn't Disney it? Disney parks blog. That? Yeah. Official. Yeah. Disney. They were like, yep. we've heard you guys. Um, yes. so, cause I think it's going to be great. And then of course the question that other people are asking me is, yeah. So does that mean you won't get the bread pudding? And I'm like, uh, no, you bet your ass you're going to be getting the bread pudding. Like, <laughs> That it like if they had taken that away, you seriously would have picketers, I think, outside. Yes. Yes. So that's to me, that's the linchpin of the yeah. meal is the yeah. bread pudding. And just to set the table a little bit, because I know that there are varying degrees of of Disney knowledge that listen to this podcast, right? So it's possible you've never even eaten at Ohana before as you're listening mm-hmm. to this and you're not as familiar with the menu. But one of the items were these were these noodles that everyone loves. Mm-hmm. And um to be honest with you, I didn't notice when I first read the um, announced menu that the noodles were missing, which yeah, means I I now, hang on, it. everybody. Was like I noticed it, I was like, oh, well. yeah, yeah, I didn't notice, but that doesn't mean I don't like them. So please, yeah. please don't come for me, okay? I do enjoy them, 
And when I posted to my story about how I got the reservation, a lot of you shared some opinions with me either on the <laughs> podcast account or more on my personal account about how they weren't planning on making a reservation until the menu returned to what they thought mm. was ideal for them. And my response to people is true, and it is that I stopped eating the noodles along the way because I can only eat so much in one sitting. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't fill my belly that much, and I try to lay off of the belly-filling things like noodles because... I just like it's you a super carb thing, things. and if I'm gonna if I'm gonna carb up at Ohana, it's going to be on the bread items. It's going to be yeah. on the bread to yeah. start and the bread Coconut to finish. Bread, yeah, yes. bread pudding. That's where that's where my heart is. Yeah, and then uh, and they're not doing shrimp; they're doing shrimp salad. So I don't know why they casserole. That's that's what it is. It's a shrimp so casserole, I'm, which I'm so looking really, forward to. Yeah, and I'm like curious what that is because I'm like I yes. like the shrimp. That's part of what I love getting there, but shrimp's expensive, so I don't know. I mean. I, I love the wings. I think the wings are great. The pot stickers they they're still gonna have, oh gosh, so those are yes. amazing. I'm like, all the food there is great, even without the noodles. So like good. we still would have thought it was worth it. But I'm just super yes. glad that they brought that back. And I mean, we'll be going there. Come on. Anyway, Ohana is a restaurant at the Polynesian. For those of you that have never been, it is yes. delicious, and I can't wait to and I can't wait to go. And our yeah, reservation your... is now less than a month away. Yeah, when is it? Opening night. That was the thing. I Which wanted July, to go what? on July 9th. It's a Friday. July 9th. If you're going, feel free to say hi. That person with me is possibly my mother and Nicole. So uh, I'm very excited to go. Um, yeah. And if you don't like send me a video of you pouring caramel sauce on your bread pudding, I'm going to <laughs> All over my body? You. Yeah. No. Just on happening. your bread pudding. <laughs> oh, just on my bread pudding. Okay. I don't want to get kicked out on night one. Um, to look forward to that, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll remind you as we get closer if you're curious to see what the experience is like. Um, what I'm kind of looking forward to is, you know, these are the types of events that bring out the, uh, the bloggers and YouTubers. Yeah. So I'm curious yeah. to see who else, who I'm going to be rubbing elbows with, so to speak, right. or it might just be just my mom. So we'll, we'll when see. When they call your name, but anyway. they're like, that Park Life podcast, Greg. And you're like, that's yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> right oh behind gosh. like and Tim Tracker. Or, yeah. Know, it's like, whatever. I'll have confetti come down from the, mm-hmm. from the ceiling. Although, okay. And here's my other thing. I feel like we should be able to put in our own names, like our own family names, because I would start putting ridiculous things so that when they would come out and call us, it wouldn't be like McDonald family. It would just be like something. So like, well, like the name in our family is Trisket Nottingham. That's like always the, like <laughs> when you want to give a stupid name, you give Trisket Nottingham. Well, so I'm you can do that. So like, Beth, all you, it's, I have a fix for you. It's very easy. You just have to okay. create another account a on Disney your, account. <sighs> yes. Know. And then that just let that be your dining yeah. reservation. account. Nottingham. So that, you know, <laughs> be like, <"What>? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to do that. You should. I'm gonna, I would love to see what I, you come oh, up no. with. I am going to do that, but I'm not going to come up with it. I'm going to ask all of you to, to give me a last name. So I'll okay. post that the day this episode uh, releases, and I would like for you to come up with a last name for me. I'm going to tell you my vote right now, and it's Quattlebaum. <laughs> I actually know some Quattlebaums, and we're like, you just just that last name, Quattlebaum. I can't wait. And please, um, <laughs> it, it, I know that you probably will want to incorporate the peanut butter or peanut butter pie into my last name, and I'm curious it to see how that turns obvious. out. It can't be too obvious. It can't be super yes. obvious. They, would, they yeah, will figure it out. Yeah, it can't be obvious that it's fake. Yes, okay. peanut butter piowitz. You know what? Like, that's not a real name. <laughs> Can't wait. Okay. Anyway, we are here ultimately today to talk about Disney's Yacht and Beach Club, two sister resorts that mm-hmm. are right there in Crescent Lake. And I sure, I'm sure as we talk about it, we will will reflect on our time together there yes. that you and I spent not that long ago, about two weeks or so ago, when um, it was your first time really walking mm-hmm. around those resorts, right? Yeah. And kind of seeing the things going on there. It's so you want to kick us off? and. Yeah. Tell us what Disney says about these resorts. Yeah. So Disney says about Yacht Club, 
Delight in the formal grace of a Grand New England-style yacht club at this lakeside hotel. Relax in the inviting elegance of a plush lobby replete with nautical touches. Explore the whimsical storm along bay and rent a variety of watercraft from Bayside Marina. Sharing many amenities with its pastel-toned sister, Disney's Beach Club Resort, Disney's Yacht Club Resort is, a, is walking distance to Epcot and a convenient boat ride to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Mm. You know what I'm realizing? I don't use the word replete enough. Replete, yes. Out. Lots of words here that I'm like, don't ever say that. Okay. Uh, and Beach Club, it says, discover the... Ca-. It's always like, discover. Um, <laughs> discover the casual elegance of this charming New England-style resort. Savor exquisite dining and explore the pools, lagoons, and spas of Stormalong Bay. Sail around Crescent Link on a rented mini powerboat and experience the luxurious comfort of a club-level suite. Sharing many amenities with its more formal sister, Disney's Yacht Club Resort, Disney's Beach Club Resort is walking distance to Epcot and a convenient boat ride to Disney's Hollywood Studios. I feel like I've heard that before. Oh, wait. Yeah, I just sounds did. familiar. Yeah, they're like, you got to put this and then put this and then put this. <laughs> it's <laughs> kind of the same. Um, so, yeah, that's what Disney says about these resorts. And we're going to talk a little bit of history for you here. Basically, in the wake of Swan and Dolphin, other because that uh, this the building of that resort was, I think, start, had started before. Like, they opened after this resort, but all of the plans for that had started way before this. So, in the wake of that, other resorts were being planned. Um, they even had, like, a Bavarian and a French-themed resort that were being considered, but those, like, obviously didn't didn't happen um, until now, right? I guess Riviera is considered French. Um, yes. But those resorts didn't happen. And so, kind of in the planning of all of that, these resorts came about. So, obviously, originally in planning all of these different resorts, this is where the beach and yacht club ideas had come from. Um, the only other thing that I can kind of tell you historically before all this was built, that they were going to have a snorkeling pool with fish some, similar huh. to Shark Reef at Typhoon Lagoon. Uh, but they said, like, for some reason the fish couldn't make it or something. And so they, like, had canceled that big feature. But that was going to be a big deal, which I'm like, I'm kind of glad they didn't do that because I feel like that would have been a nightmare. Yeah. I don't know. Just something crazy. But um, Yacht Club opened on November 5th, 1990, and Beach Club opened November 19th of 1990. So they just celebrated 30 years last year, you know, and they were all closed. So that's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a little bit about kind of con- some construction things for the Yacht Club. It is a New England nautical theme. More, We're thinking more of like Martha's Vineyard for this late 1800s. The building is five stories high. Um, and then the Beach Club is actually a deluxe AAA four diamond award winning resort. Get it, Beach Club. The main <laughs> influence here is a stick style, which is a design pattern featuring timber framing, framed windows and panel facades, all basically in an effort to represent New England college- cottages of the 1860s and 70s. So the lobby here features an oceanfront cottage vibe. It's complete with whitewashed wooden accents, white and cream wicker. Gotta love that wicker, hardwood floors, and high open ceilings. I feel like wicker's like made a comeback lately, so it's just funny to me. Yes. Um, this resort has 583 rooms. It also includes a tidal pool. They have a quiet pool. There's an arcade. They have the Bayside Marina that they've kind of. So some of these things are things that are shared. Um, mm-hmm. They have a sandy beach, and then they also have the ship shaped spa over here. Uh, Stormalong Bay is shared by both of these. Obviously, it was talked about in both of the descriptions. It is a two and a half acre water crea- recreation area themed after Nantucket Beach. Um, it has a 150 foot water slide, which plummets from the shipwrecked albatross in the middle of the two resorts. So that is like a huge feature. Everyone talks about, you know, this is like can kind of almost be an attraction in itself because it's a big deal. Um, and then they have a white sand bottom pool. 
They also have a lazy river, which, I mean, I'm all for that. Three whirlpool spas. And if you're wondering how much water the pool holds, the entire pool holds 750,000 gallons of water. Holy moly. That's a lot of water. Disney's Yacht and Beach Club Convention Center is also another huge thing that they both share. It is centrally located between the two resorts. It features over 73,000 square feet of meeting space, including two large ballrooms and 21 breakout rooms. And is primarily accessible from the Yacht Club Resort via a covered walkway to its lobby. And the original convention space had three rooms, which were named the Grand Harbor, the Asbury, and the Cape Cod Hall. It's possible that the Asbury is named after Asbury Grove, which is an area in Massachusetts known for a boom of construction of cottages in the 1870s. And the Harbor and Cape Cod rooms are obviously like a little bit more named for Cape Cod and... yeah. You know, the harbor. A little more on the nose there. A little more on the nose for those. A couple things on how they've changed over time. After the two resorts opened, Disney became aware that some backstage areas of the World Showcase could be seen by guests from upper levels of the resort rooms. So Imagineers came in, they added some themed facades to preserve the look and then conceal those areas. Because that's how close it is to Epcot. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's super close. You can see a lot of stuff from there. So they were like, oh, we probably need to fix that. Um, And you know how Disney is when it comes to detail. Mm -hmm. The convention center received a 28,000 square feet expansion because, you know, if it wasn't big enough, they expanded it and renovated it. And then that finished up and opened early of 2019. And let's see, the Yacht Club rooms were renovated in 2017. They updated those. The Yacht Club lobby area was also refurbished in 2020. So last year they spent some time doing that during COVID. And the Ale and Compass was added to replace the captain's grill that was there in the lobby. Um, beach club rooms and hallways were also refurbished back in 2015 and 2016. The room doors were replaced. The hallway carpets were replaced. The walls were repainted and furnishings were updated. And currently the rooms are painted in a pastel color palette that are meant to represent relaxed summer days. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about some notable events. It was featured on the travel channels, great hotel show, which, um, in season one, And it was season one, episode 30, which aired February 24th of 2002. So I did watch this episode. Greg, I was kind of hoping you were going to, I was kind of hoping you were going to go watch it because if you know the show, host Samantha Brown, she's like this like petite woman. She's got short blonde hair. And um, I was laughing at some of the way that she she was being kind of saucy a little bit, but she described the beach club as grandma's fabulous beach house. Like, I just thought that was interesting. Her description of it was like. (laughs) <laughs> this is basically as if, like, it's Grandma's Fabulous Beach House. I'm like, okay. And then she went on this whole spiel about um, the trees because she's like, I grew up in New England. Like, she was totally like, well, I grew up in New England, so I would know what it looks like up here. Um, and she, like, made a whole bit about the palm trees because she turned on. She's like, I don't remember there being any palm trees there. And they, like, pan over to, like, some of the palm trees on the resort. And I was like, man, she's just, like, throwing shade left and right. <laughs> um, so she also went to Beaches and Cream, which is the ice cream shop, and got the kitchen sink. And so you watch them make that, which, like, makes you want to yarf as while you're watching them make it. But then you're like, <laughs> I want that. Like, I want to eat that. Yeah. So because um, I guess I didn't realize, I don't know why I didn't realize this, that the kitchen sink from the ice cream parlor in Magic Kingdom, like the Main Street ice cream parlor, is, like, a mini version of theirs. It's small. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was like a lot. What they put, <laughs> y'all, you need to go find this episode. It's on YouTube. Um, but I was like, oh, okay. And then they went and talked about the yacht club, and she described that as if it looks like as if grandma grandma um, has some serious cash. That's what she said. She goes, man, grandma's got some serious cash. I was like, why does everything got to be like grandma's house? Um, and she she said that the color scheme there in her mind is saltwater taffy. 
Like that's what she oh. was like, which I was like, I, I get that. Um, I could see that. But I just thought it was really funny, all the shade that she was throwing about it and her <laughs> descriptions of things. But um, so go check that out. And let's see. And then in 2001, the DVC Beats Club expansion was announced. We'll talk about that in a, another episode, but that was one of their big projects that they announced there. And then another thing that people may not know about the Yacht Club is that they held special events over over the years. One of them was a 2016 countdown to midnight on New Year's Eve. New Year's rockin' Eve. Uh, this featured <laughs> cocktails, comedy, dancing, jazz, food, and more. And it was in a room called the Adventure Club. And this particular one, the one that was the New Year's Eve 2015 into 2016, featured a headlining act. And I thought I'd bring a little audio from that for you all to see if you can guess who this is and what song she's singing. Have you ever heard of a to the It's kind of like a stripped down jazzy-ish uh, version. Is that, that Vanessa Williams? It's Vanessa Williams, yeah. I was like trying to put it together in my head. I'm like, uh, I think it's Vanessa Williams. Because literally, yes. let me tell you what my first thought was. Is it the mom from Family Matters? <laughs> 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 I feel like I, for some reason she can sing. But anyways, then I was like, no, 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 it's Vanessa Hill. Y'all, it's, it's Vanessa Williams. Do you yeah. know that you know like Vanessa like Williams? You know, no, did I say Vanessa Hill? <laughs> it's Vanessa did, Williams. Um, sad day about Vanessa Williams, huh? Why would I not like? Is she dead? Well, you know, like her drama from like wh- like how she got famous. She like won Miss America and they stripped her of her crown. No, she had a, there was a nude photo scandal and she was stripped of her crown like not that long after she won. Wow, the yeah. more you know, huh? I know. Anyways. I do have one other fun fact for you that um, somehow missed your radar. Can't wait. Did you know? So I know you mentioned that the Beach Club and Yacht Club are sister resorts. Mm -hmm. Did you know they have their own theme song about that? Oh. Oh, it goes like this. (laughs) Okay, that's the theme to Sister Sister from the 90s or whatever. Sister Sister. (laughs) Love it. Yeah, let's talk about uh, how much cash exactly grandma has. So we'll talk about what the room rates are and the different rooms that are available. And like most deluxe resorts, there are some suites here. And I finally found out information about a certain suite that I can see from the outside at the Yacht Club. And Mm. I'm always like, I wonder what that room is like. And I finally found out what it's called and, and, and more information about it. So let's start with the Yacht Club. The Yacht Club is considered a deluxe resort. The rooms for the year 2021 range from $448, that is on a certain day of the week in a certain season, Mm -hmm. all the way up to $4,638 on New Year's Eve for their biggest suite. Yeah, quite a range there. So at at least you're talking with tax about $500 a night, let's say. Grandma's basically going to have to die so you can inherit her money so you can stay here. That's what they were trying to say. (laughs) So, of course, it has some standard rooms with three different views, your regular view, standard view, uh, garden view, and then a woods or water view. The standard rooms are about 400 square feet. They sleep up to five, depending on the configuration. If you're going with fewer people, you might want to opt for a king-size bedroom. It'll be a king bed and a day bed, which is really a couch that is, you know, the pull-out bed kind of a Mm -hmm. thing. Um, Otherwise, you can do the two queen beds and the one day, which will give you the five. 
those rooms, the standard rooms range from that 448 all the way up to 896 per night. So depending on what view and, and what t- season of the year you're going, right. you could be looking at over $900 a night for a standard room. The club bubble room, same style rooms, just located in the resort near the club level, which has, allows you access to the to the goods, to mm-hmm. the food, and to the drinks. Right now, the club level is not currently operating as we continue to reopen here, um, but that's that's coming back in the future, mm-hmm. I'm sure, because that's got to be lucrative for them. Yep. Those rooms um, sleep only four, so they don't have that fifth sleeper option, but it ranges from 660 all the way up to 1256 a night. So you are you're paying really for access to club level, mm-hmm. not really for anything else. The room itself is right. is the same. This next one is the suite that I was I was wondering about. If you've ever been to the yacht club and you walk out the back and you walk towards the water and turn around and look at the resort, there's kind of like a lighthouse shaped turret that's like in the corner of a building and I looked I remember looking in the windows once and I was like, "Huh, that looks like a suite of some kind. I yeah. wonder what that is. So it's actually called the turret suite. There are three of them because there are three floors there that have, yeah. the, have the suite. It's uh, 1,160 square feet. It sleeps up to eight. It has a cool-looking octagonal living room. So obviously you're in basically mm-hmm. like a, like the, the middle of a lighthouse, so to speak. So at the top of it, they're not really a lighthouse, but like, you know, it kind of alludes to the idea of a lighthouse here because you're at the Yacht Club. Yeah. Um, it's anywhere from $1,800 to $3,139. So you're talking just about two grand to well over three grand. There are three of them, like I mentioned, and it seeps up to eight. It's cool, though. It's an yeah. experience. This is maybe something that you want to treat yourself to if you're it's there with like a couple a of families, maybe. It's not like a hotel room that you're going to find anywhere else. Like, No, definitely not. not on Disney property. Yes, they have more suites as well. So the the turret suite, I feel like, is kind of a more special one because it's there's only three of them and they're in this they're in that 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 really specific spot. And the views are cool because you get to overlook the back of the resort, which is essentially Crescent Lake. In mm-hmm. the background, you'll have the boardwalk, and really you get to see a little bit of the back entryway to Epcot, which might mean some tops of fireworks. Yeah. Um, depending on how big these new fireworks are going to be once Harmonious debuts, I'm guessing pretty big. Yeah. They also have the two-bedroom suites, which only have pool or lake views, which is kind of cool because if you're going to overlook a pool, Stormalong Bay is a cool pool right. to overlook. These rooms are 1,256 square feet. They sleep only up to six. It ranges from 1,871 all the way up to 3,170. The next biggest room is the presidential suite, which is just over 2,000 square feet in size. Wow. It's two bedrooms, two and a half bath, open concept. No, I don't know. <laughs> I feel <laughs> no, like I'm like, on House Hunters that's now. That's huge. That's like way bigger than my house. <laughs> it's gigantic. It's bigger than my house too. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a boardwalk and a lake view only. This room ranges from $2,300 up to $3,949, so just under $4,000 a night, depending on time of year. The Yacht Club also features the Captain's Deck Suite, this is Ooh. the big one. This is okay. the expensive one. This is the the higher point of the price range. Which you're like, why this, isn't that the presidential suite? You know what I mean? Like, why isn't that considered the presidential I, well, suite? Well, maybe because on a boat, the captain is the highest. I, I guess. don't know. So this is the captain's deck suite. Okay. It is 2,374 square feet. Oh, my gosh. It's another two-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath. But think about that. It's bigger than some of the other rooms you've mentioned, like the turret suite that sleeps eight. This is a much bigger people. room. Double in size, only has two bedrooms. Yeah. yeah. However, 
Um, in addition to the bedrooms, some of the other areas you can sleep in because they have like couches that pull out into into uh, into beds. Right, right. Two bedroom, two and a half bath. It has a gigantic private brick patio on the outside. So the the ground level there um, has a nice array of shrubbery around the patio yeah. to give you a more private patio. It's it's bigger. It, you could like you could put up a basketball net and have like a like right. a full half court going on here. Right. It's gigantic. And each of the bedrooms have their own private patio as well. It's got a 12-person dining room. Even though <laughs> you can't necessarily sleep all 12 people, you can invite people over for dinner. Yeah. And uh, maybe you'll want to charge them a cover fee to get in yeah, because your room seriously. ranges from $2,500 all the way up to that maximum of 4638 a like night. You can rent it's an entire money. house off property for less than that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a week. For a but week. But obviously there's... This is obviously, you know, a certain yeah. a, a certain budget involved here when yeah. you're booking this type of room. There is only this one room, so it's not like there are multiple of them. It's it's just this if one. If you're room. a baller, you know. that's where you stay. Yeah, that's where you stay. Also, so whenever anyone anyone has a presidential suite, I want to be like, but has the president ever stayed there? I'm just curious. Has the yes. president ever Probably stayed not. there? <laughs> I'm gonna say no. But it's I there. like I think that it started out as accommodations fit for a president, but mm -hmm. really made for a non-president. Right. right. Maybe back in the day. Maybe. So that was the Yacht Club. Let's hop over to the Sister Sister Resort, the Beach, Beach Club. Club. This price range is a smidge lower. The lower end here is 448 which is on target with the Yacht Club. But the highest rate here for a room is 3908 so a little bit less. Yeah. So we've got the same thing going on here, the same standard rooms, 400 square feet, range from that 448 up to 894 you got your regular view, garden, woods, water, that kind of thing. That some of them can sleep up to five as well. They also have club level rooms, same same kind of concept there as the yacht club. They range from six hundred and seventy to twelve seventy eight per night. This resort has a one bedroom suite, which is not much larger than a standard room. Standard is four hundred. The one bedroom suite is five hundred and seventy one square mm -hmm. feet. Sleeps up to three. It's got a king bed and a day bed. And uh, this will get will cost you anywhere from eight hundred and forty one dollars to fourteen twelve. Wow! Yikes! There is the Nantucket Suite, which mm. is considered Sounds the romance fancy. room. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I have some friends who have stayed there. I, I should have asked them how what their experience. The honeymoon was like. suite, if you will. <laughs> it pretty much is. Yeah. So this is bigger than a one bedroom. It's nine hundred ninety six square feet. It sleeps two. It's meant to be a lot of space just yeah. for two. If you need to, you can ask for, you know, a crib or a small bed for an infant, but it's meant to sleep two adults. It's got one king bed in it. It ranges anywhere from $1,154 to $2,006 per night. Wow. That is obviously before tax and any mm -hmm. applicable discount if there is possibly one for annual pass holder or whatever. But it's kind of cool. It's kind of yeah. a, and it's got a neat little name, little Nantucket Sweet, little, little Nanny. Sweet. The little Nanny. Yeah. There. <laughs> they also have a two-bedroom suite, which is uh, just under 1,100 square feet, sleeps seven. That'll cost you 1,700 all the way up to 3,100. And this is their biggest room. The Newport Presidential Suite Ooh. sleeps up to seven. It's 2,200 square feet. It's got a big old dining room table set for 10. It has a service kitchen, a gas fireplace. It overlooks the lake, which if you're going to get a view at the resort, to overlook the lake. This is a good lake to overlook yeah. because there's a lot going on. You got the boardwalk in the background. You got right. the friendship boats. You got the big old lighthouse back there. It's kind of cool. This will cost you. Start saving your pennies now. It starts at two thousand three hundred and fifty-three. Goes all the way up to that max of three thousand nine hundred eight dollars per night. Whoa, bam! Per night. 
Let's talk about some of the restaurants that are available. I know you mentioned some of them. The Allen Compass is one. So the Allen Compass is the main restaurant, and they kind of have like satellites to it. So it's the Allen Compass Lounge, Allen Compass To Go, the Market at Allen Compass, which is their uh, quick service location. Mm -hmm. The Allen Compass is located within the Yacht Club. Over at the Beach Club is the Cape May Cafe, which is a table service. They also have their quick service, the Beach Club Marketplace. But just because it's in one versus the other, you can right. walk back and forth yeah. between the They're two. So close to each Actually, other. Actually, as you're walking from the Allen Compass to the Beach Club, you pass by the Cruise Cup Lounge. Not currently operating, but I'm sure it's coming back. Mm. And also there is the Yachtman Steakhouse. You'll also pass by Martha's Vineyard, which you and I walked by too. There was a little bit mm-hmm. a little bar right there. We sat down for a quick minute. Outside is Hurricane Hannah's Bar and Grill, and they have when their grill reopens, right now they just seem to have cold sandwiches going on during the phased reopening of Disney World. Their waffle fries are delicious. Ooh, waffle fries FYI. are amazing anywhere. So. Ooh, they were so good. Are they as good as Chick-fil-A? They're, but you don't eat Chick-fil-A, so never mind. You're dead I to don't me. Know. Uh, what, <laughs> just kidding. I don't know her. I don't know Chick-fil-A. <laughs> so uh, the Beach Club has a gift shop called the Beach Club Marketplace, which is, shares its space with its quick service dining. And the Yacht Club is the same thing. Their market at the Ellen Compass is part quick service, mm-hmm. part gift shop. You can also get your get your hair wrapped. So if you want to have a feeling of Michael Scott going to Jamaica and get yeah. one strand of your hair beaded with yeah. a little, you know, wrapped and beaded, you can do that um, out, out back uh, past the pool or, between the yacht and beach club. Or if you want to go Monica from Friends, you could do that too. You yes. Just get your whole head done. <laughs> a treat for the eyes and ears. <laughs> Um, lots of recreation going on here. Obviously, these are beachfront yes, resorts. Yes, you like so you to be outside on the white sand beach. in the summertime, these are the resorts for you, I tell you. Yes. With the marina, you can do some fishing excursions, rent some boats. You have the ship shape, like you mentioned. You can you can get swole or get your hair did. One That's of right. the two. Pick your poison. Or both. Though. Or both at the same time. <laughs> Lift while someone's doing your yeah. hair. Um, there are tennis and volleyball courts. There's a pool table over at the Beach Club Villas. Of course, we have Stormalong Bay Pool, as you mentioned, with a little kids' play area at the bottom of that, too. So you got a little tiny slide for the little people in your life. Mm-hmm. And then you also have the big giant slide for those of, uh, in your family who like a little thrill when it comes to a pool slide. Let's talk about some experiences we've had there. So I've stayed at both resorts at least once. Um, and then you and I walked around. We'll talk about our dining experience in a moment. Yes. Um, I will say that when it comes to views of resorts, for the most part, when you're talking about a, a value resort, I, you, I tend not to recommend getting a preferred room unless you need to be closer. Mm-hmm. You know, you a little bit different when you're balancing out if it's worth the money. For a resort like the Beach Club or the Yacht Club, there are some pretty nice views at this resort. So if you know that you're going to be hanging out at the room or if you are the type of person that likes to go out on your balcony in the morning and drink your coffee or maybe there's a little Sambuca in your coffee. I don't know. Whatever you decide <laughs> to do. When, it's your vacation, man. Live your life. So uh, just know that there are some some nice views. You get, Of course, you get the pool. You get Crescent Lake. So just kind of figure out what it is your what your priority is here and see if it's worth it for you. Um, I will tell you that the balcony situation is kind of interesting at this resort. So for the most part, deluxe resorts have a balcony or if you're on the ground level, a patio mm-hmm. that is you know a part of your resort. Whereas the moderate and value resorts don't. A lot of times you don't have a balcony because the other side of that door is the outside. Like you just right. walk out your front door and that's it. There's no yep. quote back door because There's it's just a technically a, back a balcony, walk. but it's like everybody's balcony. You're just, it's a walkway. <laughs> yes. You have to leave your room to get, yes. to get to it. Exactly. So deluxe resorts typically have a balcony. Now, some of the rooms at the beach club have a balcony or a patio and some don't. 
And um, I will tell you if it's important to you to have one, maybe you should call and request a certain area or a certain room to, to get that. Um, one thing that you and I noticed, which I'm sure I pointed out to you, when we were walking the back of the resort, I, I'm sure I was telling you about how if I were to stay here and get a room on the first floor, I think I might be upset because some of those patios are like, I mean, when you're walking by on that back walkway, they're basically in your room. I oh, mean, yeah. there's yeah. really no barrier between your room and the walkway, whereas other resorts, um, Saratoga Springs space. is a great example. The patios back there are usually, usually it's your patio and then grass before the walkway. So at least people mm, can't walk right. up to your room. But the back of the, at the it's beach part of there, the man, walkway. you can like, you can see, yeah, the concrete never ends. The concrete blends right. into the walkway and, and to the can, patio. So like, yeah, we could see straight into see the in. rooms. So it's like, yes, you just need to make sure you cl- close your, your curtains. Yeah. Make sure you close your blinds. People for that are walking by could literally like reach a hand out and walk into your room. <laughs> Yes. And, you know, like, I don't typically don't leave items of value outside on the patio. Often it's like a bathing suit I'm trying to dry or something. So just know that whatever you put out there, people are going to see it. Yeah. So leave leave your uh, your G-strings inside. So um, <laughs> I will say I often recommend a high floor Yeah. when I'm requesting a room. Usually that's what I do. Obviously, if you are in need of a first floor because you, you need it, if you're traveling with someone who's either in a wheelchair or a scooter, obviously, you know, do your thing. Do what you need to do. But I typically request a high floor, and the reason I do that for the most part is you typically get like a cool view of the property, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the beach club can get you up to the fourth floor or or even higher, I think. But some of the rooms up there don't have a balcony at all, which is kind of strange. If you see them, they have what should have been a balcony, but they just shortened it. So like you can right. open the door and stand out there, but like you can like you can open it and just stand there. You can't really yeah. do anything. It's like a one person balcony. So kind of weigh out what's most important to you here. Um, at the at the resort do you want a great view or do you want to be able to sit out on your balcony drink your coffee in the morning or at night and kind of watch the the park go to sleep Mm -hmm. so to speak let's talk about food so let's start over at the yacht club and we'll move over to the beach club because overall i have to tell you i think i'm ultimately leaning towards dissatisfied with the quick service offerings at both resorts yeah but let's start with the positive so um, the market at the Allen Compass, I think, has some great breakfast options. Um, the most recent time I stayed there, I got the eggs, ham, and cheese on a pretzel roll. Delicious. It's mm-hmm. the same pretzel roll that you and I had for our lunch there. Of course, they have some more typical things on the breakfast menu, Mickey waffles and, and other things you're used to. Let's move over to lunch, mm-hmm. which involves both of us. So yes. we went there for lunch when we were hanging out. We were with my wife, Nicole, who has a food allergy, and we're pretty used to waiting a little longer for for Nicole's food because typically someone like they have to it gets cooked from scratch so to speak someone has to kind of oversee it and present it kind of a thing however we waited 45 minutes for our food which is a long time there was not and it wasn't like they were slammed you know what I mean no yes and at that time the beach club wasn't open so I know this is at the yacht club but tip you know, uh, technically any guest staying at the beach club can walk over to the yacht club and also get food. The reason I bring it up is they were not operating, let's say, in a full swing here. So right. yacht club was fully open, just the beach club villas were open. So one third of the mix weren't even there, so to speak. And when we went to go order, they only have three items on the menu, the Cuban sandwich, the grilled chicken panini, and the ham and cheese. And I woke up and say, okay, we're going to we're gonna split the Cuban. Oh, you don't have that. Like, oh, dang. I wanted yeah. to try it. One of the three options and now. she was kind it, of sassy. She was like not. Yeah, she was not exactly She wasn't like, really like what you would expect for a cast member. So we were just kind of like, okay. Mm-hmm. We we're kind of looking at each other like, okay. 
But yeah, that was a big bummer because we were like, clearly we wanted the Cuban and they're like, we don't have that. I'm like, so you only have two things. Okay, great. Yes. So maybe (laughs) it was a bad day for this cast member. And by the way, we all have bad days. Mm -hmm. I get it. It wasn't so much the the options because I did want to try that panini and I did want to try that ham and cheese sandwich because the ham and cheese came on a pretzel roll Mm -hmm. and the grilled chicken panini sounded pretty good with the different cheese and the the pesto and whatnot on there. Yeah. So, you know, we waited, we waited quite, quite a bit of time. Mm-hmm. Um, I will tell you that there isn't exactly a lot of seating available in the quick service restaurant here, the market at the Allen Compass. And right now during COVID time, since they are spreading out a little bit, there's like, I don't know, five tables or so in there. And they did put some tables out in the hallway. Uh, we wound up getting a table that's like in farther away from that that probably wasn't meant to be it was like a hallway used, um, like sitting for the restaurant area. yeah but i mean it was a couple of like lounge chairs yeah nicer chairs and a table and uh, and that was nice so just know that you might not have room um when you go to eat there but if you're staying there you might just want to take it up to your room anyway it's mobile order you can go there pick it up kind of thing by the way when you order a food allergy this is one of the locations where currently you can't o- mobile order you have to go in and order it that was part of the process um, if I could mobile order, obviously would have reduced our wait time. We would have walked around, done some shopping or window shopping yeah. anyway. That said, I thought the food was was good though. I just, it was such a bummer that it took so long yeah. to get. But the ham and cheese, I mean, it was good. It's still ham and cheese on a pretzel. Yeah. But like I, if I was looking for a lunch there, I would get that again. And I did like that. I did the like panini. the the chicken panini. I thought that was good too. Yeah, I thought they were good. Um, they weren't, they're not very large sandwiches. I will say that, but the flavor was good. I just remember the ham and cheese, I think, being like a bit salty. Like I was like, was you could salty. just, it was very salty, but it was good. Um, I was like, I would order this again. Just, yeah, you know, it is what it is. And they are both, the both the dishes we got are served with their um, house-made chips, mm-hmm. which, which generally speaking, I like the house-made chips from the Disney Resort. So I'm glad that's an option. Yeah. I don't always need French fries and... Often, if it is an option, I, I just, you know, I am tempted and I am weak and yeah, I will get it. I so I'm know. glad that I'm fries the were way. the default. I'm like, what? French fries? Upsize it? Sure, I'll do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you don't even have to ask. So that's the quick service there. The Allen Compass table service restaurant, I've had, I've eaten there twice now. The burger I got there, like the Allen Compass burger, it was just, I'll be honest, it was just okay. Nothing really special there. Their steak fries, though, are delicious. Mm. Um, I can't remember what I ate the second time. Um, but I remember it being good. The restaurant itself is nice. I like it in there. It's kind of dark and like nice. in a mood setting way, not like in a, oh my God, are they not paying the electric bill kind of way? Yeah. Um, I like the design it's in like there. Nighttime, it was quiet when we went. Nighttime on the boat. It's like nighttime when you're on like a cruise ship That's what or it whatever. is, yeah. Like it's like that you're kind under, of. You're under the stars. Yeah. I've also gone there for breakfast and pre-pandemic, you're able to get an entree and then also add on like the breakfast bar, breakfast buffet thing, which is kind of cool because you can supplement your breakfast with... None of it's really, not a lot of hot items, but some pastries, like oatmeal and stuff, fruits. And so it was It was a nice uh, variety of things you can get. And if I were to stay there, kind of sleep in late and go get a big breakfast, I would definitely go down to Allen Compass, yeah. get the entree and add the breakfast buffet because mm. it was good. I would do that again. Over at the Beach Club, we all know about Beaches and Cream, I feel beaches like at this point. Beaches and Cream. Yeah. <laughs> You mentioned the kitchen sink, and it's been redone. You may you may know, too. Um, but here's how I handle beaches and cream, because the Sunday options are gigantic. Mm-hmm. And I often can't eat my full meal and also eat the full dessert, and I'm paying for it. So I want to I make sure I'm like able to consume all this. So in the past, Nicole and I would often split an entree and then have our own individual desserts. So we yeah. would like split the burger or split a chicken Caesar salad or something. 
because we're really there for the dessert. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm the type of person, I can't eat a dessert instead of a meal. As much as I want to, I will feel yeah. sick if I do that. Yeah. I have to get a little bit of real food and me some actual protein before I lay into the sugar. ice cream. Yeah. Yes. So that's what we do. And the brownie a la mode Sunday there is good. There's just, there's a lot of good options yeah. there. I'm sure if you've been, you, you're going to go back because it's you that type of resort. Yes. The, the, um, the marketplace here, the beach club market. I don't know, man. Not I so just good. have never had a good meal there. Okay. There's really not a, and the, the hard part is too, is they have like, and I'm not exaggerating. I think they have two tables to eat at inside and the rest are all outside, mm. which for four to five months of the year is not bad. Right. The other seven or eight months of the year, man, you're like, you're, you're out there in the elements, rain or shine. It's, you gotta be it's real hot, special as you know. to have that. Ex- like your food's yeah. got to be phenomenal if you want people to kind of deal with that sort of environment, I guess. So that's the, the quick service. Now, you know, my expectations for quick service is obviously always lower than a table service. It's, it's meant to be different but like i just i i don't know if i can't really recommend it mm. uh, hopefully you out there have maybe had a better experience maybe you will have a better experience but i have not had one of those not a great experience kate may breakfast when they do have character dining i will recommend i'm gonna say truly only if they have characters, characters. because the food there is not spectacular it's good american breakfast food but you might as well just go to the quick service. Mm. That's just me personally. However, if you want to dine with characters, then go ahead and do your thing. But if you just want eggs and stuff, just yeah. get it from the quick service there or the um, over at the Yacht Club. You save yourself some, some money Good currently because right now it's operating without characters. Right. All right. Let's talk about some random tips around the resort. Mm-hmm. Both of these resorts, really. Um, I brought you to the Solarium mm. over at the Beach Club. Yeah. Yes. So right outside the gift shop area the marketplace there is a room that's really just meant to like hang out in Mm -hmm. they do actually have a tea time event in there i don't think they're currently doing that but it's it's generally speaking open to the public you can just walk into the hallway sit down on their wicker furniture and then there's a, a much larger open room there with a big old tv and some couches and stuff and a big fan there up was at a the lot top of people the in there and, too when we walked by yeah. like there was a good amount of people sitting in there so lots of um natural light so it's beautiful yes. in there it's a nice room to sit down when we stayed um at the yacht club we got food at hurricane hannah's and sat and ate in the solarium of the of the beach club because it's a nice like yeah. place to kind of just relax and i remember one it's time quiet. i went there during halloween time and i saw a black cat and it might have been might have been binks <gasps> from hocus pocus who knows maybe it was who knows there are quite a few photo opportunities at these resorts. So if you found, if you find yourself with some spare time, you're waiting for your room to be ready or it's your checkout day, you're just kind of hanging out. Um, you and I took a photo with the ship steering wheel there on like the kind of mm-hmm. the landing between the first and the second story. Um, I would definitely take Where keep the your lady eyes came up that. to us and was like, you need to put your mask on. And we're like, oh, we're just taking a photo. And she was yes. like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yes. I was like, we're not just standing here being idiots. No. We're taking a photo. <laughs> well, the thing was though, is I had Nicole like, clear across the lobby with my zoom lens because i was trying to make it like i was trying to achieve a certain look with this thing so nicole was clear across the lobby so this cast member didn't see that there was a camera on us so mm-hmm. beth and i were just posing we're like doing the thing where we're like we have our eyes covered or pointing out to the distance and it looks like we're just crazy <laughs> she was like um folks i'm gonna have to ask you to put your and i said oh okay we were just taking a quick photo because you yeah like the thing is is you didn't have to have your mask on if you were taking a photo so she's yes. like oh I, i'm sorry and i was like it's fine we're not just being idiots anyways yeah i mean we were being idiots <laughs> but for a good reason yeah um also on that second floor of the lobby of the yacht club just t- walk around for a little bit there's like a little library section there's some old school books there's this nice Lots like fancy at. desk 
that you can take some photos if you want to pretend that you're important and sit at a big old mm-hmm. fancy business desk. You can do that up there. Um, at the Beach Club, there is a nice Ariel statue as you approach the villas. And then there's some like nice lighting with some backdrop outside of Cape May in the hallways there with the different like color pastel umbrellas that you and I took some photos by as mm-hmm. well. And the lobby, honestly, at the Beach Club is, as I, I think, is just nice to take some photos yeah. around. Anyway. There was just, there's a lot of outdoor spots that are great for even just like family photos. If you're there with your family, yes. I'm like, just there's some good spots outside with be- beautiful color buildings and stuff like that that are very um, like nautical-y and I don't know, just yeah. very summery. So absolutely. Because you obviously, you know, their grass and the plants and everything are always amazing wherever you are. So yeah, they're very well, we, well um, kept. We chose that location for me to take some engagement photos for our friends, JT Mariah, and they, they used one with the lighthouse from the Yacht Club for their save the date. So like there's, it's definitely yeah. a photogenic area. You can get, get some great photos over there. All right. If we could talk about some, some pros and cons of these resorts, if you may, Let's some, some of these I have not currently mentioned. Lay it on us, Greg. Some of, some of the pros are going to be a little obvious pro of either of these resorts is the proximity to Epcot. You get to just walk back to international gateway. I will always say it is so convenient to be able to walk back to your room. Yeah. Um, than having to wait for any mode of transportation, boat, bus, Skyliner, you name it, monorail. Just walking is great when you're able to do so. It was weird, too, because when we walked by it, I was like, what? That, that's Epcot right there? And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's it right there. I was like, really? Like, wow. Yeah. It is yeah. super close. You can see the Skyliner. Shocked. And speaking of, it's not technically a Skyliner resort because technically it's Art of Animation, Pop it's Century, close. Riviera, Caribbean Beach. But... I mean, you're right there. The the walk mm-hmm. from your room at the beach club is shorter than a lot of walks at the other, like Ar- at yeah. Art of Animation at Pop Century. It's to a short walk. Yeah. yeah. It's a short walk to Skyliner if you're comfortable doing that. And of course, Skyliner will take you to Epcot or Hollywood Studios. As you know, the pool here is just ridiculous. It is so mm-hmm. cool. It's its own thing. You can spend a whole afternoon just at the pool and not really get tired of it. It's just so much to do, so much to see. They have a freaking lazy river in the middle of the pool. You know what I'm talking about? Like, right, right. There are communal tubes you can sit in. Like, it's it's a cool thing. There's an actual whirlpool. And sometimes when you hear whirlpool, you think a, a jet with, uh, like, a hot tub with, you know, bubbles and stuff. They mean an yeah. actual world where it's, like, spinning. So Spins. when, yeah. So there have been so many times where I've gone in with, like, a beach ball or something. And you just kind of, like, hold yourself up on it. And you just are, like, swirling around. Like, you're in a big old <laughs> toilet bowl. You're just <laughs> swirling around there. And it's cool. It's a fun time. Um, one thing we didn't mention, the Yacht Club is pet-friendly. So um, that's oh. on my pros list is if you are traveling with a pet, you can have up to two dogs in your room at a certain size. And they do charge a fee for that. It's a, a $75 a night premium for up to two dogs. Yeah. 75 is a lot. It is more than the moderate and value resorts for that. Um, Yacht Club is the, is the expensive well, you're one. Well, gra- if your grandmother has money to stay there, let her bring her dogs. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Granny's got cash. Mm-hmm. And... Another item on my pros list here is that you're close to the boardwalk. So not only do you have all the amenities of the Yacht Club and Beach Club, depending on which one you're staying in, you can walk right on over to the yacht, to the boardwalk and get your ice cream, go check out that lobby, just go hang out, see their different bars and restaurants. You're all right there. Yes. Some cons. Mm. I do find the Yacht Club to be a little stuffy and uninviting for me. It's also possible that this resort wasn't designed with me in mind. It's, it's not right. really my thing. So <laughs> it's might land it on my best. con. I find the beach club to be the more inviting of the two. I'm just more attracted to that. I feel like it's a little bit brighter and and mm-hmm. just more more my vibe. I will say the friendship boats can take a little bit of time. I will say they're not the most efficient mode of transportation. Epcot, 
obviously Epcot's right there. You can walk to Hollywood Studios. You can take a friendship boat to Hollywood Studios. It's a it's a little bit of a walk. It's a little bit of a boat ride. But don't forget, the boats are bouncing back and forth between the other resorts, including Swan and Dolphin. So, like, right. it's a cool mode of transportation to take if you have time to spare. I will say that. Um, I mentioned how the quick service restaurants are, like, uh, hit or miss. I feel like the Yacht Club one can't quite keep up with demand because they were not yeah. able to to meet the needs of the crowd that day and it didn't really appear to be crowded. Here's an interesting thing about the Beach and Yacht Club. They have central bus stops. So the more spread out resorts like Caribbean Beach, as an example, in our last Mm -hmm. resort rundown, each section has its own bus stop. These have just one. So something to note is the bus stop is, I'm going to say, relatively far away, right? Because you have to, not only do you have to leave your room, you have to leave the lobby area to get to it. So you leave the lobby, you go underneath the Portakesh ear and go up like what is essentially the driveway to the entrance of the resort. So depending on where your room is, it's it could be quite a walk to it, whether you're in the yacht or the beach club. And most of the buses are shared between resorts. So chances are you're taking a bus that will stop at the yacht club on the way to the beach club, for example. And that sometimes means that the buses can be crowded by the time it gets to you. And it also means it takes a little bit more time to travel. So just to keep that in mind, um, this is one yeah. of those resorts where you have to give yourself a little extra time for a bus depending on which resort you're at. I think it goes to the Yacht Club on the way back from a park, Yacht Club first, and then Beach Club. That makes sense the way that it's laid out. So if you're staying at the Yacht Club, you'll be on the bus a little longer. If you're staying at the Beach Club, you'll be on the bus a little less on the way there and then reverse on the way home. Um, Those are my my cons. Um, I don't know if I mentioned that in this episode, but the one time Nicole and I stayed at the Yacht Club, it was free. So just know that some of my opinions are shaped on the idea that my cost, the cost at the Yacht Club was free. Because yeah. as at the time when we were cast members, we entered a contest, we won, we had two free nights at the mm-hmm. Yacht Club, and a bunch of other crazy things. It was a bonanza of prizes. And um, I will tell you, one of the things I love about both of these resorts, and something I really spent some time doing when we were there for that time I won on my two nights at the Yacht Club, is I really love it when deluxe resorts, or resorts, resorts in general, um, just kind of pepper things around the room and hallways that are a little bit more subtle, things you have to go look for that yeah. continue the theming or the main theme of the resorts little details an example for you over at the beach club like the the pulls on the drawers the knobs are either starfish or seashells and they're not like campy they're not plastic like they're right. they're nicer right like it's kind of it just continues yeah. to pull you into that beach vibe the and the bathroom curtains have mickeys in them um in the bathroom as well there is like a photo of a beach with an animated Mickey and Minnie in it flying a kite. So like it's a little a little bit more subtle. Like it's not like this big bright art of animation or pop century Mickey and Minnie. It's more right. like subdued and just pulls you into that to that beach vibe. And even the plaque outside your room that has your room number is tiled with what I think is sea glass or meant to look like it. So it's just like one more thing that just continues to pull you into that that beach vibe. A little bit more subtle and kind of fancy to be honest Super with you. Fancy. Over at the yacht club, in the um. And that, you know, the main area with the main curtain that leads you out to your patio or balcony, the curtains there are dark blue with constellations on it. And they even connect the stars for you to, to so you can see like different characters. There's a Pluto, yeah. there's Mickey, like it's kind of cool to look at. And it gives you like constellation sounding names right. for them, which I think is really yeah. cool. And I know I talked about this in one, I think in one of our Disney potpourri episodes, but it's, it's a cool little thing that just continues to pull you in. Cause obviously on a yacht or a boat, you might be using the stars to help navigate you. So it's just one more thing right. that just pulls you in. Cause I am a wonder. 
away, um, away. I'm just kidding. I would say if you had to choose, if you wanted to get a vibe for these two resorts, I will personally always choose the Beach Club. That is one of the resorts that I go to to just hang out. If I am in Epcot and I want to escape for a little bit, I will walk out the back, walk over to the Beach Club, go sit down in the solarium or over in the Beach Club Villas. is a different room we'll talk about, which I'm even more excited about, which I brought yeah. you into. It's my That's my vibe. That's my jam. But yeah. it's one of those resorts where I constantly go to just to hang out. I love the vibe there. So I know there are some people um, who had reached out when I posted the picture to say our next episode is about the Beach Club and they're excited to stay there. So I'm excited for you. I hope you have a great time. Yeah. I, I really think that the Beach Club, in my personal opinion, is the better of these these two sister resorts. Um, that's just my jam. It's it's more my thing. But obviously, if you like the Yacht Club, more power to you. You do you. Get on that yacht. You do you. So that's the Yacht Club and the Beach Club. Yeah. Our sister, did sister it. resorts. We did sister, it. Sister, sister. Before we hop into our news and history, shout out to World Traveler Trading Co., our official key fob supplier of that yeah. Park Life podcast. Um, all kinds of designs over there. Um, you can, of course, use our special discount code. That Park Life. And save yourself some money on some really cool Smala. items. You got a I nug? just have one little nug, and that is, if you're listening to this live today on the 15th of June, you no longer have to wear masks inside of the park. Yes, you do still have Yay. to wear them in some of the transportation, so in the buses, in the monorails, Skyliner, but you do not have to wear them inside of the parks anymore, and that includes indoor areas. It is honor system. The rule is specifically for vaccinated guests, so yeah. it's a self-attestation. By yes. not wearing a mask, you are attesting that you have been vaccinated. They're not yes. legally allowed to require proof of vaccination. Yeah. So you may still see some people wearing masks um, inside the parks, but I don't know. If I'm going off of when we were there, I'm like, no one's going to be wearing them. So yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. But um, just kind of like another big step in moving back towards getting to our new normal. Yes. And let's call this a nug, a break, breaking news nug, so to speak. Breaking yes. to me, I have heard, I have heard, word on the, word on the street, mm. guys. But you didn't hear is that. Is that they have um, started to recast for the Beauty and the Beast live show at Hollywood Studios. Ooh. And that is great news for everyone, both the entertainment cast that hopefully gets called back to work, because I'm, I'm sure they yes. are itching to get back on stage. That's their thing. They love performing. And that means more people get pulled from the queues of the other attractions in Hollywood Studios, right? Because that is another thing right. for guests to do in hollywood studios so let's cross our fingers that that's those a big to do too those shows are coming back because it's the longest running show that's 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 a real iconic show of of hollywood studios and now for some disney history brought to you by the mouselets who by the way are currently at walt disney world yeah so uh, if you're not already following them go ahead and follow their story at the mouselets on instagram see what they're in up the to parks. in the parks these days and head over to their website and their shop and see what they got going on. They got some cool items. But Sweet. let's go back in time for some Disney stuff. I'll kick us off this time. Okay. I'm going to take us back to the year 1998 when Disney Quest opened at then downtown Disney Westside mm. at Walt Disney World. So Disney Quest, rip, closed a few years yep, ago R. for R. NBA Experience, also rip. That did yeah. not survive the pandemic. Somebody asked me about Disney Quest not that long ago, and I was like, yeah, that's been long gone. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, it's been, been gone, gone for a couple of years now, but it is what it is. But yeah. 1998 is when we had our first Disney Quest uh, opening over at Ooh. then Downtown Disney. I'm going all the way back to 1974. 
1974 was when Disney World's Hoopty Doo Musical Review Review Dinner Show debuted at Pioneer Hall at Fort Wilderness wow. Resort and Campground. Uh, it says that it was originally created as a college workshop summer program, but then they basically said, hey, we want you to stick around. So uh, at the end of the summer, 1974, they made it permanent. And nice. I'm really, really hoping that the rumor that those people were called back is true. Ooh, um, so. And that that opens back up because that's one of our favorites now, I think. I think next time, every time we go with Doug's family, I think that's going to be a new staple because we did it last time. And it was yeah. their first time doing it, and we all had such a good time. We laughed so hard. I highly recommend it. It is fun for all ages. All ages. But yeah, all ages. And the two times we've gone as a couple, Nicole has been called up to be on stage. So it is a precedent. Yeah. We're, at a, we're batting a thousand for times Nicole has been called up. So we got to see what happens the next time we go. Yeah. Get it together. All right. So we're going to wrap up here in a moment. Greg is going to give us a quote. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram or TikTok, you can follow us at that park life podcast. Have you been doing the TikToks lately? I did post on our TikTok a slightly large, a longer version of the Disney license plates that I have acquired okay. After my trip uh, to New York. So if you want to get on a TikTok, you can follow us there also at Dead Park Life Podcast. Uh, my personal Instagram account is at the Healthy Hot Mess. And I am at the Disney Greg. And if you like what you heard today, feel free to like and subscribe. You can also head over to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a review. I guess, can you leave on Podbean too? You can leave us a review Podbean, on Podbean? yep. I actually use okay. Podcast Addict, and I can you leave a review there as well if I chose. Oh, have you left reviews? Are you just out there no. leaving reviews for us? Yeah, I'm just constantly, um, just, anonymously leaving reviews. <laughs> yeah, it just helps us to be easier to locate when people are looking for us, so we appreciate that. Um, also, if you want to share some Disney magic, feel free to submit a magic gram, and you can do that over at our website, which is thatparklifepodcast.com. This comes at no charge to you, but obviously it's very magical for your loved ones, so get on yes. it. Let us know. Um, and if you'd like to leave a cast member a magical moment to be featured on our show, possibly, we would love to hear your magical moments so that we can spread some magic from our beloved cast members. Yeah, they do a lot for us. So we want to know what they've done for you or maybe someone you know. We want to relay that mm -hmm. story. All right. I've got a quote from your girl, Ursula. I figure let's do have a little girl. nautical <laughs> kind of thing here since we're doing Beach and Yacht Club. So all the way from under the sea, Ursula once said, you can't get something for nothing, you know. Mm. You can't get something for nothing, you know. Yes. And you She's can't get going. your food in less than 45 minutes if you're eating at the market at the Allen Compass. That's <laughs> that's a quote from Greg. You can go ahead and jot that down. Yes. Yeah, so don't Put be trying that. Put that a nice photo. I think that's all we have for today. That we'll is see it. you guys next week. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out on this uh, resort rundown. Our next resort will be the Port Orleans Resorts, by the way, the next time we do a resort rundown episode. Sweet. All right. Have Bye, a great everyone. Week, everyone. Bye.